Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1957. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in beautiful, sunny Palm Beach, Florida, with a very special guest by the name of Scott Schrader. Scott, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I am, thank you, Mark. Good to have you here. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we talk about this wonderful event that you put on, what's one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you, Scott? Well, most people don't know that prior to this, I had no experience in the car world. Okay. Other than loving and owning sports cars. Yeah. And I also had zero experience in event planning of any type prior to running my first Palm event. So that means you're a guy that likes to try new things, do new things, which is uh, wonderful. That's what life's all about, you know, stepping into the world of the unknown and pushing your uh, parameters daring to fail as they say uh so i think that's a good thing don't you yeah i think it was and and i actually think that uh being a novice i think it really helped tremendously in what we were doing well let me give you a proper introduction and we're going to talk about this wonderful sure. event scott Schrader's the owner of the palm event that takes place march 18th through the 20th in 2022 at the mar-a-lago club in palm beach florida it's a weekend celebration of motorsports where guests enjoy amazing automobiles gourmet food fine wine, and breathtaking fashion. Plus, they have a rally as well, all while raising money for a worthy cause. Scott is a certified financial planner at Vault Wealth Management, whose passion for finance also includes automobiles. They are two elements that have intersected in his life. He was introduced to the investment world after purchasing a Porsche 944 when he was just 18 years old. Scott's father had a friend who was both a financial advisor and loved working on old cars. So there you go. That meeting set a course to study finance in college and then on to his career in financial planning and management. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our valued sponsor. So give him a little listen. We'll be right back. Having fun in Florida. I love Covercraft's new five-layer all-climate cover. It was developed and engineered for anything Mother Nature can throw our way. It's very soft, breathable, and easy to store and pampers your paint and interior surfaces, providing maximum UV, rain, dust, and snow protection. Add their gust guards for windy conditions for extra protection. Their five-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with a quality and attention that's been their standard since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft. Craft too. Every one of my vehicles is protected by a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code YEAH21 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just type in the word YEAH, Y-E-A-H, 2-1 at checkout, YEAH21 at Covercraft.com. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Most people don't think about their collector car insurance until their annual premium becomes due. Well, why wait and see if there are better options for your beloved rides? I didn't. Did you know if you change carriers before your policy runs out, your insurance company has to refund you the unearned portion of your policy premium? I did my homework, I shopped around, and I found 
American Collectors Insurance. And that's who protects my Porsche Turbo. That's right, the one I call my Orange Crush. They've been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I encourage you to call my friends at American Collectors Insurance. Ask them about their agreed value policy. And if your collector vehicle is on your regular auto policy, you will be shocked at the savings, not to mention the assurance, should something bad happen to your ride, that you'll get what your vehicle is actually worth. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green and Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today. So, Scott, we're back. So let's start by uh, talking about how you got here, okay? Because you mentioned in the beginning that you had no experience in running events, but you took on an event that was already in existence, ended up owning it. How did that all happen? <laughs> well, again, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I, I think was meant to happen. I just happened to, to meet a guy at an event he started telling me about, you know, this, this event that he had, it was going to be the first year, you know, wanted to have me involved, et cetera, et cetera. And as we got to speaking, turned out he was from Pennsylvania, which I was from as well, but he was from state college where I went to school. Now this was a Rolls Royce event. We were the only two guys with Porsches there. I said, uh, you know, when I was in college, I had a 944 up there and someone left a note on my car. Uh, saying, you know, do you want to join the Porsche club? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I just ignored it and probably threw it away and, and never thought about it again. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you know, what, what year was this? And I went over that and he said, that was most likely me. Wow. I used to go around in, 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 in Penn State and put notes on any Porsche that I saw to join the club. So one thing led to another. I was a guest the first year, the second year of the when It was just one of the most fabulous events I'd ever attended. And I was, you know, a little blown away and, you know, and humbled at where I was and, mm-hmm. and all of all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, the second year I ran the rally, which has become, again, with no experience whatsoever. But that has become, you know, a special, you know, place in my heart for, for the event overall. Yeah, driving cars. And, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the uh, second year, I just, um, you know, he was moving and, and asked me if I wanted to become a partner. And I ended up. You know, I ended up taking over the event and, you know, everybody plays their, their role. And, uh, you know, certainly I, I would not have been the visionary to start the event, but I wouldn't let it end at the same time. So like I said before, I think being a novice actually helped the show because I didn't realize which rules I was breaking. I just didn't know any better. You, know? <laughs> you just, tried, <laughs> just tried some things. Well, let's talk a little bit about this event because it takes place at Mar-a-Lago Club, which is a beautiful venue. I've been there before. I attended an event there that was part of the Cavallino weekend. In fact, that's where I got to meet President Donald Trump long before he was president. It was a really nice conversation with the man talking about his passion for cars. And I remember he even made a joke about it. I hope none of these cars are leaking oil on my grass, which I thought was pretty cool. funny. I know that You've met him and talked to him because uh, it takes place at his place there uh, in West Palm Beach. And it's just a incredible venue for a car event. So let's talk about all the different aspects of this because it's not just one day. It's a three-day event, right? Yeah, it is a three-day weekend. It's really centered around celebrating the Palm Beach lifestyle. So we're trying to mix, you know, 
the food, the great wine, fashion, live entertainment. We really just want people to come out, enjoy each other socially, and have these amazing cars as almost the backdrop. One journalist, which uh, you know, which was really uh, made me feel good, I guess, said that the show was bringing a taste of Monterey to Palm Beach. Ooh, well, there's a compliment. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> So I guess in a sense, that's what we're, we're trying to do. We're really trying to create that lifestyle type event yeah. centered around automobiles. Well, and the, the it's not a fantasy, but the fantasy for those of us who aren't there of Palm Beach lifestyle, uh, beautiful setting, beautiful automobiles. The environment's wonderful. It's warm. And of course, the time of year your event takes place, much of the country is freezing cold or where I live, it's raining or whatever. So the idea of going there during that time uh, is sure is a nice concept. That's for sure. And um, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but I just want to touch on the fact that you raised money for the place of hope. But let's keep that thought in mind because I want to come back to that, why you do that, what that is all about. Tell us, uh, starting with, there's going to be a VIP welcome dinner type party the first night. So walk us through the days and what we can expect to see at your event. Sure. You know, Friday is, you know, it's it's not necessarily a dinner. It's more of a VIP party. Mm. It's generally, we generally have it on or near Worth Avenue in Palm Beach, which is, you know, a historic uh, trip uh, this year. We're really working on having it themed around, uh, you know, like the yacht lifestyle. So we haven't announced exactly where that's going to be yet. We have been to this place in the past, but, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be just a nice place. We have, you know, cars out front, front and center. Uh, we have our sponsors there and then we have wine hors d'oeuvres and it's really just a fun evening. Nice. Cool. I remember going, I was at the Cavallino event many times they would do, it was called a yacht hop. And you would go out and they had all these incredible boats lined up, starting with some Hinkleys, which if anyone knows boats, I mean, they're just marvelous. They're not yachts, but they're beautiful boats, they're very expensive boats. I mean, if I was going to buy a boat, that would be the one I would buy all the way up to 300 foot plus mega yachts. And they had food served on each of them. And you kept going. They kept getting bigger and bigger as you go through. Is, is your event going to be something maybe like that? Or am I am I letting uh, out too much out of the bag? <laughs> It may be very, very much like that. Yeah. Oh, that was that was cool. That was very cool because I'd never been to something like that. And learning about those yachts and talking to the people that uh, service them or the crew and what it takes to operate those things and then walking through them, of course, is just fantasy land. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, How the other half live (laughs) for sure. So keep going. Yeah. Well, Saturday is uh, what we call the Vintage Rally. And again, that has a special place in my heart. And again, I didn't realize what rules I was breaking, et cetera. So it's kind of like a competitive or a gimmick rally Uh where you have clues that you have to do and, you know, directions that you have to take. And it's, it's like not, not similar to like a scavenger hunt type thing. Yeah. With the exception is we made it a little easier. So there's a little less clues but a lot more social. So as you go, there's two things. The first we want to emphasize is the history of Palm Beach. We usually stop at some historical places like the Ann Norton Sculpture Garden, you know, Society of the Four Arts, Mm -hmm. uh, places like that. Uh, We start or ended on a yacht uh, or, you know, on a yacht or on a mansion or an oceanside, you know, resort or something of that nature. But 
in addition to getting points for these clues, you also get points for interacting with other members of the rally. So you have to find out like what everybody's first car was, something special about them. So it's kind of a combination where you kind of where we're trying to force people to interact mm-hmm. and socialize while at the same time learning at Palm Beach, enjoying the scenes and having, you know, having fun while you're driving. How cool is that? I love it. And then what's next? Next is the is Sunday, which, you know, which of course is is the main event. It's the um, you know, it's the big show. And like I said, I, I've taken a lot of flack over the year for violating basic rules of car shows. <laughs> um, we don't have classes. We don't have a featured mark. And a lot of times your veteran car guys don't understand that. It's very hard, you know, when someone calls with, uh, say, like a 1941 Buick asking what class I'm going to be in to say, well, we don't really have classes. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> Our field looks very haphazard. Um, there's cars everywhere and they don't always match up, but it's anything but that it's actually very well planned. We know which cars are going to go where, but the idea of the whole event is to be social. Ah. So I don't want the Corvette guys here in this corner or the Ferrari guys here, the supercars here. I want, um, the kid interested in the latest hypercar to have to walk next to the vintage Bugatti to get to it. Oh, I see your point. Okay, a little bit of forced integration there. Yeah, the kid (laughs) looking at the Enzo has to pass the 1941 Lincoln. It also causes people that would never interact to, you know, have to interact. A lot of the collectors um, who wouldn't interact with each other to be kind of forced to interact and to really appreciate each other's cars. You know, imagine like an award-winning you know, again, an award-winning uh, last show in a Citron and a, and a Bugatti, both very historic cars, parked right next to an Apollo and a Ferrari SP1. Wow. Okay. So the a lot of times these guys won't ever run into each other because they do different shows. But we all, at, at the heart, we all are, you know, car aficionados. And it's really good to be able to see everybody interact and and appreciate cars that you otherwise wouldn't see. How many cars will you be having at your event this year? No, next year, I should uh, say. Yeah, that's right. We're almost done with this year. We have about. We generally have about 100. Mm-hmm. We have talked, and I think we're going to do it this year. Uh, we were unable to do it when uh, Mr. Trump was in office because of the landing pad for the helicopter, but we think we're going to be able to expand there and give some of the car clubs some room to drive their cars to the show to be able to park. Oh, I see. Oh, very cool. So we, we, we probably will be expanding over there. Nice. Very nice. The other thing is like all of our food and everything, you know, is served outdoors. So we don't, we, we have to rent the ballroom, which is beautiful, but we don't actually use it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe yeah. you should park some cars in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, talk about oil draining on grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's quite a ballroom too. I've been in there. It's incredible. Again, the same thing we just want, and we have, this worked out for, for COVID times, is we also space the tables out evenly throughout the show. Because we don't want people parking in one area and staying there all day. So we want people to be able to take a few steps, appreciate some cars. There's a food station there. Sit down, grab a quick bite, and move on. You know, the same with the sponsor tent, like sponsor areas. You know, that's that's my biggest pet peeve of shows. Mm-hmm. When I see the sponsor tents all in one area with like an information table, and you have to actually approach them, and it separates them. 
we like to kind of intertwine them unnoticeably into the show. Nice. You know, and our request is that they deliver an experience or have a lounge to eliminate like the adversarial approach, you know, with between sponsors and, uh, right. and yes. So we want it to be a comfortable atmosphere and we wanted them to blend right into the show where people don't even really, you know, it's indistinguishable from, you know, just from another area to go. So we want it to be a fun experience, a fun day outside, enjoying Palm Beach with world-class sports cars as, as the backdrop. Has there been somebody that's been a, an influence for you on this show and how you've developed it over time? Some type of a mentor or a helpful person? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, a lot of people have mentors like, you know, celebrity mentors, Steve Jobs or whatever. I've always looked up to John Barnes. Oh, um, yeah. From, from the Cavalina. It's on the Cavalina, yeah. Yeah. He's, he has one of my favorite shows and everything that he does just seems to be done with class and, and elegance. And, uh, you know, I, I really look up to him. And even though, you know, he does have a Sunday event at Mar-a-Lago, our events could not be more different. You know, um, they're, you know, his is, you know, a much uh, very, you know, very formal event, amazing cars, amazing food. Um, ours is just a totally different, uh, you know, different type of, uh, of event. John and Alicia uh, have always been awesome hosts. And the times that I visited their event at Cavallino at uh, the Breakers and, of course, there at Mar-a-Lago uh, and out at the racetrack, I mean, they, they put on a, a wonderful event and just always so gracious and kind and super class acts. That's what I'll always remember about him. I mean, it, it, it took me aback just by how kind they were to me, especially in my early years when, you know, I really didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah. Very another helpful. guy, another guy that I'm really starting to look up to, um, which is recent is, is Tom O'Reardon. And, uh, he's the president of the Ferrari club of Naples. And mm -hmm. I don't know him super well, but I just had a chance to work with him on the, uh, Ferrari club annual experience in uh, Sebring. And, just a wealth of knowledge that he has and, and the leadership that it took. You know, they, the original experience was set to take place in Oregon in July. Mm. And they canceled it about a month prior. And uh, Tom, you know, decided we were going to do it in Sebring. And it usually takes two years. And we did it in less than six months. And uh, the way that they put it together just, just blew me. And um, I, I kind of just look up to people who I think do things very, very well and in a very ethical way. So that's that's kind of why I look up to those two guys. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a short break. We come back. I want to talk about perhaps a big challenge when it comes to putting on these kinds of events. No challenges at all, sure. I'm sure. So we'll be <laughs> we'll be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. Ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey and be sure to use the code cars. Yeah. When you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom. Linkage geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at linkagemag.com. 
I'm honored to say that my charity of choice here at Cars yeah is Tech Force Foundation. They help young people find an education and career that aligns with their passions. For those who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands, a career as a professional automotive technician is the perfect fit for a fulfilling life. We're all wired differently, and not every successful career demands a four-year university. Technical education and the skilled trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn more about how you can support tomorrow's driving force and workforce of technicians at techforce.org, like I do here at Cars Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this. I mean, I look at these events, and I've been to so many events, and I, I really am in awe because when they run very, very well, which most of them always do. You you don't know what's going, you don't see the chaos in the background, the potential problems, all the stuff that can happen. I've had lots of directors, excuse me, directors of car events on this show. We talked about the enormous amount of challenge that these things put on. Uh, Can you maybe share one situation that pushed you a little bit, but also taught you a whole lot? Because you, you keep talking about I didn't know what I was doing wrong because I never done it before. So I just did stuff. Well, no doubt that <laughs> that probably caused a few little feathers to be ruffled here and there. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest challenge that, that I had was, was really, you know, was keeping the poem event alive and then, you know, returning it to, to Mar-a-Lago. Um, because when, you know, when, when Trump was elected president, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty and, and, you know, the second and third years were, were what I consider to be dark times for the event. Um, you know, not everyone else sees it that way. Uh, you know, and I sometimes get get hype, get hypercritical of myself. But uh, you know, I looked at it like, uh, if you remember the phrase, "There's a sucker born every minute." Uh, there was this day in July a, a long time ago. But I, I really got involved with the event because I, I heard that it wasn't going to last, or that it may not last if I if I didn't. And um, I just remembered what an amazing experience it had been the first year and, you know, and, and even the second year. So uh, I went to our host um, and MC Alex Berry, who is just, you know, spectacular. He will be, he has a permanent job as long as he accepts it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I asked him, you know, do you think I, first, do you think that I could do this? And, and second, are you going to be on board? And uh, I don't know if it was naivete or, or like nostalgia, <laughs> On his part, but he, he answered yes, and that kind of kind of set us on the um, on this wild ride that's become the Palm event. And uh, you know, my first show alone was a decent success. Uh, you know, we had some decent cars, and we we established this hip kind of upbeat vibe where people were having a good time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, you know that was the formula set. And then just returning to Mar-a-Lago. It really was just it was just crazy. Um, when we left, we lost the the top of our market, uh, both in terms of guests, sponsors, e- you know, even cars, and realized we had to go back to Palm Beach. And there's only so many places that you can do it there. And the people at Mar-a-Lago were just just wonderful. I never thought I'd be working with the Secret Service, and that was uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think we have the only show that's ever happened on the lawn of a sitting president with him with him in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that that just presented this whole host of challenges. Uh, for example, I, we we're out on the field at like five thirty six a.m. and the Secret Service says, "Who's in charge?" 
I said, uh, I guess that would be me. And they said, you're coming with me. And I said, I can't. I have to stay here and, and, and uh, you know, get the show field set up. And they said, sir, if you don't come with me, there's not going to be a show field. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be coming with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I was literally sitting there working with them, like teaching them how to approach the owners about opening their cars. And, you know, some of them are 1920s, 1930s. Some of them are $10 million or sure, so. And yeah. how to interact with people, how to make sure that they were able to do their job and protect us all. And, um, you know, it ended up, they just ended up being, being wonderful to, to work with. uh, Stellar, stellar group of individuals for the kinds of jobs they have to do. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of car events go through these things and especially when you have a combination of double changes, a new ownership and new venue and throw a little COVID in there, throw in, you know, uh, a place you had it where a gentleman becomes president and then you got to deal with that. I mean, my gosh, <laughs> throw throw a whole bunch of dead catfish on you and say, run a show, <laughs> you know, uh, good luck with this. But th- it sounds like you come back around. I think it's fantastic. Um, if there's something that you would really love to, you know, I ask people about a bucket list item, but I'd like to ask it differently for you here. How would you, what will make you the happiest at the end of that weekend coming up in March of next year uh, after your event is over in 2022? Well, what always makes me, you know, the happiest is that the guests have a good time, that everyone has a good time, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably my biggest critic, but I like to make sure that our sponsors enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we assign a board member to each sponsor to make sure that they have everything that they need. Uh, we try to make sure that it's as interactive as they can. You know, we we try to make sure that every guest is 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 having a good time and, and has what they need. And just as importantly, all of our car owners, we want to make sure that they enjoy themselves, that there was nothing that they needed. So really, I just want the whole show is selfishly based around a car show that I would want to go to. So, and I don't have any, <laughs> that's a good way to do it. You, you know, you're a car guy, you've been to events that, you know, that's the way to do it. And then surround yourself with great people. And I will add my, my girlfriend Tara in there, um, because she is very heavily involved and she really added the fashion component where we have a red carpet fashion show around the pool um, we have live entertainment, live music. Uh, we had a contortionist in the pool last year. So we have a lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. you know, during the show. And, um, you know, her goal was to make it a place that she wanted to go. So we, we have that aspect where we're trying to make sure that the women are entertained, the men are entertained, and just everybody has a really good day in Palm Beach. That is my ultimate goal for the show. Well, it's a brilliant idea because most car shows are catered towards the car person, whether it's a guy or a woman, but the the companion, the spouse, the friend, whatever they bring along or a child, there's nothing for them. And so as a result, they walk around bored out of their mind and like, when can I leave? You know, and the worst thing is to be somewhere with somebody who wants to leave and you don't want to (laughs) leave. You know, it's like, (laughs) oh man, this, why did I bring that person? But I understand. I I would love for you to share a special vehicle in your life. I know when I introduced you, we talked about that 944. Is that the car you'd like to talk about or is there another one in your, in your life? Well, you know, I think all of my cars are special. (laughs) okay you're you're a car guy i would say that car (laughs) yeah i mean i I had a camaro was my first car but the the 944 you know i think because 
it was my first band. It really, it really changed my life. You know, it, it, it caused me to change my major to finance and international business. Yeah, there's you a know, big change. It, yeah. <laughs> it caused me to develop uh, the relationship with the Palm event that I had. You know, it was just one of those cars that these big things that I didn't even know at the time, all of these big things happened just around me owning that car. And I, it's, I remember it in, I bought it in Western Pennsylvania. I grew up in a suburb of Pittsburgh and everybody was buying, my friends were buying, you know, used Cavaliers and, and one of them bought a Geo Storm. And I just couldn't imagine spending <laughs> money on something <laughs> that I wasn't passionate about. Yeah. And the Porsche wasn't an expensive car. I mean, it was, I ended up paying just over 10 grand for it. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, his, his dad wouldn't even let me park it in the driveway. Why is that? It wasn't an American car. Oh, so across the street. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Yeah. What year was that? Nine forty-four. It was an eighty-seven. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, great cars. I think what a lot of people don't realize is the success those cars had on the racetrack. I mean, they were very, very successful in in their category of racing. And if you've ever driven one, they're so. I mean, I remember when they came out, it was that fifty fifty weight balance thing that Porsche nine elevens never had. They're all tail happy, yeah. you know, tail happy, and so uh, delightful car. I, I remember showing at our rally lunch. Um, you know, we we really try to integrate history into the entire weekend. But at our rally lunch, we were showing the Palm Beach. Grand Prix because they used to run, um, I think it was IMSA mm-hmm. through the streets of West Palm Beach. Yeah. So we got one of those old videos and we're playing the race during our lunch. Um, <laughs> and you know, there was portion nine forty fours in there. So oh, I yeah. just was going back and that's one of the things that really got my interest in sports cars. I love to see the regular street cars racing on all these major circuits and streets and everything. Oh yeah. They're usually they're running those cars as support races for the IMSA. Uh, yeah. cars that were running back then. I'm going to be your car psychologist here today, Scott. So sit back on the couch, relax. I want you to think about this. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would Scott be? But more importantly, why? <laughs> well, I would like to think of myself as a beautiful Italian car. Yeah, we all but would. <laughs> I would have to say a Porsche 911. Okay. And why is that? And I say that because it's, you know, I'm hardworking, versatile, consistent. Uh, you know, it's not quite as flashy as some, Yeah, but always it's an overall all-around top performer. Ah, perfect. I love it. You know, I was uh, interviewed on this podcast by uh, the great racer, Tommy Kendall, and uh, he asked me that question because I asked all my guests, and that was my answer too. So I think we're, <laughs> we're, we're uh, both in alignment there. Now, I want to talk about helping others give back because one of the great things about these car events, I know some people will maybe look down their nose a little bit and go, oh, all those fancy people with their fancy cars, they think they're so fancy. But every car event I've been to, even some cars and coffees, it raises money for special events wonderful causes. Yours is the place of hope. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, place of hope has their mission has a special place in in my heart. And, um, they're one of the top rated largest children's charities in Florida. What they try to do is provide a home life for foster children Mm, or, you know, children who's are separated from their parents for, for whatever reason. Um, so they build, uh, little communities, you know, where kids have, you know, house parents or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just an enormous 
it's an enormous charity and the work that they do and just seeing some of the kids that have come out of there and the fact that it's it's changing lives you know it's yeah. it's it's rough being a, a child in an you know in an underprivileged family and and you know with drugs and abuse and you know whatever the situation is um they try to step in and and make it better and awesome. uh just seeing that's the best part of seeing some of the older kids that have graduated and how they really had a chance in life and how appreciative they are to the charity itself for for making it happen so love to hear that that's great is there a, a book you've read that you really enjoyed you'd like to share well i kind of like you know prefer books that really open my my mind to other ways of thinking and um you know explain things that that on the surface don't make sense okay and this probably isn't a popular choice uh but i like the book called the selfish gene oh okay what's that about the whole premise is that every cell in your body pursues its own self-interest unless its interest is aligned with another cell. So mm-hmm. in other words, the, the, the cells in your feet only work with your circulation system so that they can get blood, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And slowly through the book, they apply it to almost everything in society. And it was just one of those books that, you know, that just really kind of, uh, Opened my eyes to things. Now, there's obviously things in the book that I, you know, that I, that I don't necessarily agree with, but um, it was just, it was really a different, uh, different way of thinking from anything I've ever read, and I really liked the flow of the book, etc. Well, first time that book has been recommended is by author Richard Dawkins, so uh, I'll make sure I put a link to that book for you listeners, so you can get your hands on a copy and learn a little bit in a different light like Scott did. So thanks for recommending that. I'm going to let you go on the ultimate drive. And you mentioned you love rallies, you love drive. So this is a fantasy. I'm going to provide <laughs> you with any vehicle. You can be with any person, living or deceased, and you can be anywhere. The checkbook is wide open here, something my financial planner would tell me not to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so uh, he's, he's listening now. So yeah, Chris, don't worry. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but I'm going to do it for Scott today. So Scott, what does the ultimate drive look like for you? Well, for the car, it would have to be a, a Lamborghini Countach. Ooh, okay. Um, that was one of the first cars I remember as a kid. Uh, I remember the Transformer, you know, that was a Countach, and I just remember seeing it and just being just like, wow, taken aback. Well, that's what Countach means. Wow. So there you go. (laughs) Well, my parents were shopping for a car at the time, and I was little, and I could not for the life of me understand why why we were not at least considering (laughs) a Lamborghini Countach. We ended up buying a Plymouth, Plymouth Voyager. Well, not really anywhere to put you as a kid. They'd be driving off and you'd be left to the curb. So maybe that's why. I wouldn't have cared as long as I would have got to look at it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I understand. So who would you be with? Well, again, that's another tough one because I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting just about everybody that I've wanted to meet in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a few. Um, you know, if we're talking driving fast, I would go with uh, somebody local here and, uh, again, it's going to be an eclectic choice, but uh, Eddie Irvin, if you're listening down in Miami, <laughs> okay, I always liked him. Uh, he he was the driver that really got me into Formula One. Okay, there you go. So yeah, uh, you know, I just always like <laughs> listening to his. Uh, he was a very opinionated fella, and uh, yeah. you know, I liked him and and Jacques Villeneuve and just some of the personalities from from back during that era when I first started watching. Yeah, he drove for a lot of cool groups, but I know he also drove for Ferrari 
uh, which is yes. pretty neat. You know, um, I think he drove for Jordan Jaguar. I mean, yeah, kind of yep. did a lot of different kind of driving and uh, interesting. Yeah, interesting career. I, I'd like to and get if Jaguar's the listening. If Jaguar is listening, I bought an F-Type because of him. <laughs> well, there you go. That worked. Yeah, marketing. Yeah, endorsements. Well, there you go. And where would you guys be driving? Where do you want to go? Uh, you know, I've I've always been attracted to to water. So, uh, and if I'm going to be with Eddie Irvine, I think I'd have to be in Monaco. Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have uh, the hills outside of Monaco, and uh, all right, I'll do what I can do. Sorry, Chris, going to have to extract some change out of the accounts uh, to send him on this trip. Sounds like it's going to be an expensive, <laughs> an expensive drive for sure. You've taken us on a great drive, and I really want to thank you for taking time to share the Palm event with us today. A wonderful event. You can go to the website. I'll put a link, thepalmevent.com. takes place March 18th through the 20th of next year, 2022. You can go online and get tickets. Sounds like a good getaway uh, at the end of wintertime to go warm up, be among some wonderful people, wonderful cars, and an incredible environment for sure before i let you go do you have maybe uh, words of inspiration a success quote or a mantra you could share with us um i i guess so i have a, a few of them and they all all are pretty much the same you know it's like uh one of them was don't dream it be it mm, love it um it's a line from a song yeah. um uh, there was, you, you can own everything you see, which was Pink Floyd. I don't, uh, we'll skip the second part about <laughs> selling your soul for complete control. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I always, I always give this advice to my brother and, um, you know, he's, he's come to me for career advice on a couple of occasions yeah. and my advice is always the same and he mocks me for it, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's figure out what you want to do and do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it sounds like that's what you did with this event. Again, listeners, you can go to uh, Scott's show notes page here on the Cars Yeah website, uh, Scott Schrader, S-H-R-A-D-E-R, and everything will be there, all the links. But it's easy to find online this event. The Palm Event is the place to be in March of 2022. I want to do a shout out. Thank you to my good friend and past cars. I guess Rich Pepe, who introduced me to Scott some time ago. So, uh, uh, Rich, I got him on the show. So there you go. We finally, finally landed. <laughs> Thank this. you, Rich. Yeah. finally landed this fish. He puts on a great event during car week. Uh, mission classic is a wonderful event. I think it's the only car event held at an actual mission, uh, which is pretty darn cool. So there you go. Thanks, Rich. It's spectacular. Yeah, it's really fun. It, I'll, I'll give a shout out to him. I mean, that was, I really enjoyed his event because the, the his car layout was very similar to ours. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a, a, a special venue. And I know he listens to Cars Yeah on his long commute back there. Uh, on the East Coast. So, uh, Rich, we're here for you, buddy. We're thinking about you. So hopefully one day you'll be doing that in a Lamborghini Countach. That would be something. (laughs) Maybe not the greatest commuting car. Scott, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing uh, this wonderful event, the Palm event, with our listeners today. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you, let's say, at the Palm event. That sounds like a nice thing. There you go. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.